everyone. I'm Mike Urbans and welcome to It's Your Water. I'm glad you found us. Today, we have a special guest, Christine Vocolo of MVP Plumbing in Broomall, Pennsylvania. Broomall, it's a little town out in suburban Philadelphia for everybody that's listening out there. It was nice and easy for me to come over here. I picked Christine for this podcast because her company, Uniqueness, it's a family company. They started in 2010, officially in 2019. But from the start, she recognized there's a value in having water treatment as an integral part of the business. She has a really neat little backstory. Hi, Christine. Hi, Mike. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here and doing this and taking the time. And welcome to It's Your Water. It's official. <laughs> Super excited to be here. <laughs> and we met through a uh, connection through an uh, employee. Ryan, mm -hmm. whose mother and I formerly worked together at ResChem, the old days, and it's a small world. Ryan's mother, Kay, had gotten a hold of me, and she said, you were researching a brand of water treatment to add to your lineup of expertise. And so I called, I got your story, and I want you to share that story with us because it's pretty unique. And I think it's important for other people in the industry and your co-owner of the business. You know, we have a lot of women in the business and you recognized right off the bat that water treatment should be an integral part, as I mentioned, of the plumbing that you currently do. Now you do What's your whole plumbing line right now besides water treatment? So we mostly focus on residential plumbing. Mark worked for the Shipley School, which is located out of Bryn Mawr, Pennsylvania, and he did do light commercial plumbing there as well. But uh, I would say residential plumbing is our primary focus, but we really do want to get into a concentration in water quality. Mm -hmm. And just to kind of touch on, like you had said, how we kind of ended up in this route was before joining MVP myself full time, I have been a cosmetologist for the last 10 plus years. And in doing so, what some people realize or may not realize is being a cosmetologist, there is a definitely a scientific background to it. Yeah. So I like to think I specialized in color. And in doing so, you always want to improve. You know, you're never just happy with where you're at. Even if the client says they love their hair, you know, you always are looking like, how can I make it even more memorable? And I had worked at a salon on the mainline area. So the clients that we attracted were definitely your affluent client. I mean, they're, yeah. they were willing to invest in their hair. Oh yeah. Mainline is, uh, for people in the great reaches of the United States, it's, uh, it's the, the higher affluent part of Philadelphia. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, pretty much as long as you were well-educated and they trusted you, mm -hmm. pretty much anything you told them to do, they signed up for it. You never even had to sell them as long as you were educating them on what they needed to do. Mm -hmm. They did it. So I noticed in doing some other color, I was like, I kept getting perplexed because they would come back and now we're putting the best color on their hair. Yeah. They're taking home the best 
shampoo that they can buy. We're seeing them a couple times even in between for shampoo and blow dries. Like this isn't somebody that walks out the door and you don't see again for six months. Right. We're seeing them constantly. And yeah. big money. Big money. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And they would come back and be like, the low lights we just put in their hair that they left and it was this beautiful chestnut brown. They're coming back and it's like this caramel orange color and it's not what you wanted. And there's actually low lights. <laughs> I thought it was all highlights. Oh, no, no. There's Mike. low lights. Oh, there's low lights. I didn't know. <laughs> there's, there's another low lights, world. There's highlights. And low lights. Oh, yes. I mean, the frustration, the client's frustrated. And now I'm really frustrated because I'm putting my name on this. Yeah. It started this unending journey for me, I guess, to figure out what is going on. I'll never forget, we were in one of our education classes and it was, you know, selling a product line, a high-end product line. And the girl had said something along the lines of, you know, it's funny, no matter what shampoo you send them home with, it doesn't matter if their water is bad. And I thought, oh my gosh, it's the water. water. (laughs) Yes, that is what is going on. So in doing so, there was a girl that I worked with and she was blonde, like she was a natural toehead. Yeah. And her hair was always green and she was frustrated by it. And so we started talking about it and she's like, you know, I'm going to invest in, she had just gotten like a simple shower head. Water filter. Yeah. yeah. Water filter. But you know what? She came in and she wasn't green anymore. She was blonde. And I started bringing her over to every client, like as my testimony, you know, like there's something wrong with your Your water. water. Yep. It got to a point that I started talking to people sometimes more about the water than what they needed to take home shampoo-wise because I kept telling them, I don't care if you get this $50 bottle of shampoo. I mean, yeah, that's going to help. But if your water at home is not good and it's not, if it's hard and all the things aren't correct that need to be, it really does not matter what you're mixing it with. Part A is incorrect. So part B is never going to be. Mm-hmm. make mm-hmm. the right end result yeah yeah so as you can tell i'm i'm already like so sure. <laughs> nuts yeah. about this and it got to a point where now i felt like i was doing my due diligence so if somebody kept coming back and their hair was oxidized over a matter of a couple of weeks i would say please just get a water test just do it and it was like at least i felt like it wasn't me anymore yeah. i didn't take the ownership of it of this happening i knew that it had to go back that that is absolutely what was happening their water must have been hard i mean if i could have i would have went home with them to test their water which now fast forward to where i am now yeah with mvp plumbing after our second child i recently decided as much as i do love the hair industry i couldn't sit back and watch mark from afar anymore i, I kind yeah, of the wanted, business yeah. yeah to join him in his journey and i just said you know i think a lot of plumbers you know they get so caught up with the sewer lines and all that and that's all important i mean yeah plumbers protect the health of our nation you know and that's all important part but going along with that is water and i think a lot of plumbers miss yes that opportunity yeah and you know a lot of it is because they don't have a christine <laughs> <laughs> that recognized from the roots yeah <laughs> uh, exactly literally, literally that the you know, water quality plays an immense role oh huge in the health of people in the health of the plumbing industry but i say to a lot of the success of a plumbing company to bring in water treatment 
this is where I get preachy, is that they need a point person to mm-hmm. sell it that has the passion like you do, mm-hmm. that has the story. I mean, your story right there, hopefully it resonates with a lot of the my customers and a lot of people listening to this podcast that how important water quality is, but how many of them are going to be running out to salons right now <laughs> <laughs> going they, and throwing cards and, yes. and, and brochures and every hair place known to mankind because of your little epiphany here in your passion. But what I'm saying is now you have the passion. That's why we're here and why you're looking into the line of water filtration equipment mm-hmm. because you know and you'll be able to sell it to people because of your background. But you have an accounting background too, you said. So that's where it helps. Yeah. Good memory. Yes. Yeah. So before being a cosmetologist, I went and got my bachelor's in accounting. So it was quite the change there. Now I'm, now I'm in plumbing. So, you know. <laughs> and for, water treatment. Yes. Yeah, you're going to. Yeah, you're coming. You're <laughs> yeah. Full. Oh, quite the resume. People yeah, a little quite. confusing. And what's funny though, Mike, is in getting into this, I can't tell you also what's interesting is it's not exactly easy to find people like yourself that are so educated on water Mm -hmm. because I, you know, had been kind of struggling reaching out to local suppliers and nobody was like, I knew as soon as I talked to you, like you, like you said, you could talk about this all day. Yeah. And it was so refreshing because everyone else I reached out to, they want to sell a product, but they don't have the passion behind and even the reason or the education behind why they're installing these things or what it's going to do. And because I can talk to Mrs. Jones or whoever all day about their hair, but you might have somebody that doesn't really care about your hair. And that's just such a small fraction of what's going on. And that's what kind of made me think, I mean... Even with plumbing fixtures, a lot of times Mark is going out and the client will say, I just got this water heater eight years ago, or I just bought this faucet a year ago and this flapper went bad and we just, this is a brand new toilet. And all of it is because of your water. That is always going to be part A. That's always the core of what's going on is, okay, let's take a look and see what's going on with your water because most of the time, yeah, it can be a manufacturing defect. That can happen. But most times that's not the cause. It's usually going back to the water quality. Water quality. Mm -hmm. So again, I am pretty crazy about just seeing how many different avenues it does. It affects so much of our homes and we are just not aware of it. Yeah, it is important to have somebody with the knowledge behind it. There's a lot of other companies like ours out there, but a lot of times the plumbing industry in our water treatment industry, they're not frowned upon, but they're looked down upon as just half. They're not going into it full, like a full career, like with a full passion or they're just selling it like a water heater. They're selling it like a uh, garbage disposal. Mm -hmm. You know, it's in, it's done, it's gone. Where there's people like yourself, that realize there's recurring revenue in it. Like you said, you're protecting the health of of the people. Mm -hmm. It's a plumber's creed. Mm -hmm. So why not add water treatment, but follow it through? Mm -hmm. That's just my plea to a lot of the plumbing companies is have a point person in there, sell it, not like a water heater, sell it like a higher end appliance, but make sure you follow up on it and not abandon the system and know what you're selling. 
and find a good supplier behind what you're selling so they can back you up and you can have the confidence and not abandon systems out there. And that's what happens. I remember I did Suburban Plumbing Association. I used to do a class there for the plumbing end of it. So there was, you know, the installation, uh, no cross connections and, you know, the proper installation of a, of a water treatment system. And one guy says, I ripped more of those out than I put in. I was like, oh, my shoulders went limp. And I'm like, ah, oh, you know, how am I going to reach the plumbing industry? But it's really come around, the interest in it. And like I said, it's good to have people like you that are, have the passion mm-hmm. into it. So you recognize the need. You're a mom, too. You realize that water quality is, is important for everybody. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think... That's another thing, too, with water. It's hard because when you talk to people about it, they might say, well, I don't really taste the difference. But every day you can talk about the air we breathe. Like, I don't notice anything because you don't see it. And I think there's definitely something to a visual explanation. I mean, especially if you are somebody that has iron in your water and that's something you see, you know you have a problem. But for all of the rest of us, it's almost like an invisible... I know what you mean. Yeah. I tell people your air looks clean. Yeah. Until you put it through a filter. Exactly. Yeah. You do HVAC, you change those filters out, and you're like, whoa. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> look yeah. Look at, at all this stuff that's in there. Exactly. Uh huh. Water is kind of invisible, you know, unless, like you said, there's a uh, an iron problem, a visual turbidity, mm-hmm. or something moldy growing. Exactly. Uh, on the shower head, you're like, wait a minute, I think I have a problem, but. It's the invisible stuff that Absolutely. we don't see. That yeah. It manifests in the hair or in some kind of a water heater or an appliance breaking. So, you know, you get it. That's why I wanted to invite you here. And I said you, you went from the hair lady to the plumber lady and now the future water lady. Yeah. You know, I also want to mention, too, that the WQA, Water Quality Association, has a women in industry oh. a section council. It's WIN. And the Wind Council provides you know, mentorship to women in the industry like yourself. Okay. I just want to tell you that. You didn't know that. I just no. sprung it upon her. <laughs> no, no I, I did not know that, but I'm writing it <laughs> and, down uh, now. You need to be a WQA member, but you join, and there's a lot of mentorship there of very, very strong and smart business ladies and women that have brought up in family businesses and are captains of industry out there. And We have a lot of them in, in the water quality industry. So I just want to let you know that and other women listening to this podcast that if you feel you need some mentorship, it's there. Yeah. And from a different perspective, like you just gave us with the hair. Yeah. Who knew? I, <laughs> I guess I'm bald. So I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, All my blondes out there might be nodding their heads right be, now. Yes. Or redheads or orange brunettes now. But yes, it really was a revelation for sure. Good, good. Well, I look forward to seeing you at uh, some of our water quality events coming up. I already have September our babysitter for the one up the the mountains. Yeah, the Mohegan Sun. That's uh, the EWQA. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I think it's the end of September, September 24th, 25th, 2021. I'm lost. 2020 was just, we always date stamp these podcasts, even hopefully they'll live in forever and ever. What we just went through last year was, boy. Yeah, tough. That's great. Just want to thank Christine for uh, joining us today and giving us a different perspective and 
from a plumbing industry, from a woman's perspective, from the hair and how her passion grew into adding water treatment to her business. Mm-hmm. I really I do thank you for joining us today. Thanks everybody for listening and uh, trust the frog. <laughs> Thanks, okay. Mike. Thanks uh, for having me.